lady at the front desk where we see her brain splatter hit the walls shotgunning uh the girl who is like cowgirl riding a universal soldier and then shotgunning one of them multiple times in the chest while the dude hangs full dong just indiscriminately killing every prostitute and every like robot killing machine that he can get his hands on as brutally and bloodily as possible yeah and like once again because they're the universal soldiers they just take so much more to kill so like one yeah the full dong guy and then there the other dude he's like this yeah, he massive, takes like three shotgun shots yeah, or something like, like that like four, to the chest and you see every yeah. single chunk just fly out of his chest and then he goes onto his knees and half of his head gets blown off it's just unbelievable yes. <laughs> it's so yeah, and he's the sending top. them flying across room he's exploding their skulls and then he gets into a sick fight at the end of the hall with dolph where yeah. Uh, he basically like breaks him across all the neon uh, fluorescent lights that are in, that are in his room and injects him with a serum that in, in creates this elongated strobe sequence blending Dolph and Van Damme into like one figure in the room where he goes, yes. we are brothers. We are one. From this moment on, you are no longer a slave to the government. From this moment on, your mind is your own. From this moment on, <laughs> you will seek vengeance on your oppressors. Freedom, Freedom is, yours. is yours. It's so it's so gets me good. Pumped, man, gets me going. Yeah, and yeah. It, Dolph is like leaning into it, oh, and he's yeah. like seeing these symbols and blood on the wall, and he's observing his own bloody hands in the first person once again. Like visually, the movie is so like in insane and has so has such like unreal mood and mystery for what is like a direct to video movie it actually kind of blows my mind and what's scary about the thought too with him like looking at his like his bloody hands and kind of realizing he's alive in some way is that this doesn't lead to any like peace within themselves or anything like that it's like now they're fully sentient and aware of what they're doing but they're still only trained to be incredible killing machines so it's almost scarier yes. in the sense of, of them being unlocked. But at the same time, you're, you're looking at it. You're like, we've seen the the oppressive nature of the, the military complex with this and how they take advantage of them and and use them for whatever else. So, it, it, yeah, you, you totally understand why they're doing what yes, they're doing, because yes. in regeneration, we saw what happened when they get sent at each other just because governments are fighting. Right. You know, right. Uh, or trying to feed free political prisoners or trying to kidnap, you know, the, you know, uh, the prime minister's kids or whatever like it's just (laughs) so here they are being like well why don't we have enough self-awareness that why don't we lead ourselves why aren't we our own population why are we these like murderous slaves essentially so that is what van damme and dolph are promising uh to these unisols is that they they free them from their government control and the the way that he depicts that is through like these almost like psychedelic like surreal sequences of these you know uh these previously mind controlled beings being set free even though it does i guess uh to scott adkins's character does kind of play as the, you know another form of mind control in mm-hmm. in his opinion because when, when he starts tugging at the threads you know adkins goes like louisiana noir detective mode you know he's getting a call from this friend he doesn't remember named Isaac. And when he goes to meet him, he finds him dead. And it's like classic noir shit where he's, he's like, too. He, 
Yeah, like that that wide checkered floor hallway that goes to mm-hmm. the open door where he goes into his apartment. It's just destroyed. Bloody handprints fucking all over the room. And then he finds his completely mangled body and skin in a way that um, it, this is the part that reminded me a little bit of the return. It's that part when they find the general's body headless in the motel room. Oh, yeah. That's what this aftermath almost kind of looks like. It's like bloated and, but, but, and just like things are misplaced. <laughs> Yes. Um, and, and, and of course in typical noir fashion, there's like strip club matches and like <laughs> a tape and the, you know, yeah, gives yeah. him clues to go to the next thing. And, you know, so there's a tape about the unisol experimentations that point him to the next clue. And then there's, you know, there's a little nice little propulsive, you know, score hitting in. There's some nice piano notes kind of in there and he hits the strip club, but before he can get any answers, uh, Magnus needle needles him with the serum, uh, in the bathroom that the great bathroom, by the way, I just want to say, cause it's covered in graffiti yeah. and like newspaper everywhere. I was kind of like, what is the design of just all of these locations? Yeah. It's both the coolest just, and filthiest looking bathroom at the same time. It, it, it looks kind of dope <laughs> and it's interesting too, yes. because of the, I like the, how it's attached to this seemingly like more hickey bar. But then you walk yes. in and it's just got like crazy graffiti, almost like it's an electronic nightclub or something like that. Um, and then the yes. strobe effects are amazing. Like it's almost I almost had to feel like I had to look down at my phone. They're so aggressive, quite honestly. Yeah, I was like <laughs> warning to anyone who does have like issue with, I don't know, like yeah. a, like uh, Epilepsy, strobe effects or anything. Is. I know that that's a big. Thing. Yeah, like a, like a, like a legitimate warning on this film yeah. for uh, that, because it is it's it's pretty intense. Yeah, uh, and like the first one too. with Dolph, especially. And they definitely hold on it because, yeah, they're trying to kind of give you the experience of what these soldiers are going through yeah. in, in the process of becoming free and being shown that their mind is not their own, which uh, Adkins, you know, fights back against because his rage and his memory of his family being massacred is so strong that it doesn't take and he resists it. He doesn't, when he sees an image of Van Damme trying to be like, we're brothers, join me. He just, his mind naturally rejects that because of, his history and his experience and it results in him getting into a great fight with Magnus at the uh at uh, Sarah the uh stripper's apartment mm-hmm. um yeah. where th- basically he just and starts like ripping through the room with an axe breaking every piece of furniture in the living room kicking him through the bathroom door destroying yeah. walls and counters great ultra violent detail like uh, Adkins's fingers being sliced off by the axe or when mm-hmm. he gets the axe from him and th- that foot chop oh my fucks god. me up. Yeah, my brother audibly gasped. Like he was like, oh yeah, my like, god. Because it's so kinetic. Even the 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 three finger chop off that Adkins gets, like the way that he cuts these shots together is just so visceral. It's, it, it's incredibly impressive. And I also love that it, this happens like three or four times I would say throughout